Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Diddy Stark, a.k.a. the the newest member of Arya Stark uh, Stan Club, a.k.a. um, Kyrie Curving, a.k.a. Diddy Hendrix, and to my left as my co-host. Hey, hey, y'all. It's your girl, Ali Nicole, a.k.a. that bald-headed badass, a.k.a. that little baby who just won't listen. AKA we've been a stand we've been stand a queen. Who is Arya Stark? Hey, Arya Stark, AKA a- a- the shooter of the North. <laughs> the shooter of the North. Listen, while the quote unquote lady of Winterfell was downstairs doing breathing exercises, Arya was upstairs handling her fucking business. But you know what? And we we I guess we go. Sansa did what she needed to do, and that was get the fuck out the way. You know you're not a fighter. So don't be in there with the fighters. Yeah, but she went over there with the, all the slick talk, and then Missandry had to check her dumb ass. You can't talk slick and can't throw hands, my nigga. But name. here's you the cannot. thing. I'm also, again, I'm nowhere close to Sansa Hive. Sansa has been use, was useless for the first six and a half seasons. No, because until, I mean, you're right, but Battle of the Bastards was when she pulled up, and I was like, That's, all right. That was the end of the sixth season, by and point then her, exactly. her chest move was getting Littlefinger the fuck up out of here. So, okay. Like, I was starting to see her, and then I was just like, bitch, you really, nigga. A you night- talking slick to a, bit, a, a chick who got dragons. Her assistant, my nigga, you of talk- all people. You talking slick to the assistant. To the assistant to the regional manager with your old Dwight, Dwight shoe ass. You talking you talking slick to the assistant, knowing that the boss coming in with the cars and will end your whole shit. And looked at her, listen, Daenerys already told Sansa what the fuck it was. She said, bitch, my dragons eat what the fuck they want, ho, starting with you. Please try me. She meant that shit, and I felt her. But <laughs> we got a little ahead Sorry, of the game. Sorry, we got ahead of ourselves. Um, I apologize. Anyway. I would ask you how your weekend was, King, but you're with me again. Spicy, uh, super, super spicy. This weekend needs some ranch with all that broccoli. Uh, bro- uh, shout out to Broccoli City. Um, shout out to DC. Uh, first and foremost, um, we were there for Broccoli City, and I think DC makes Broccoli City and not the other way around. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know what? Those are facts because I can't see Broccoli City in anywhere else. I can't see I, that. I couldn't, like, it was about 40,000 uh, colored folk. And y'all look good. All shapes, all sizes, y'all all colors, all creeds, all, all, all sexual orientations. Um, I had a ball. See, this is my first time in D.C., like, getting, like, having time on my hands. Because mm-hmm. anytime I'm out there, it's, like, a packed schedule, it's itinerary, and then I'm out. But, like, I actually had some time. So we I had a packed itinerary, too. We just didn't follow that shit. You know what's? I'm not even gonna talk about that itinerary. Don't 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 yeah don't 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 because if you get jammed up, don't don't snitch on yourself. If you get jammed up, um, but so first of all, most shout out to everybody I was supposed to link up with and I didn't link up yeah, with. Yeah, my bad. Because life got in the way. I definitely got cussed out a couple times. Oh, uh, niggas like, oh, you fake or like you trifling bitch. But first and foremost, PSA. C Diddy don't check in nowhere. Only pl- only place I have to check in with is the airport and whoever I'm fucking staying with. All right, now. Everybody else, I, lo- I got love for you. But if you follow me 
on any of my social media, you knew I was going to be in D.C. for at least a month and a half in advance. I ain't got the memory and I ain't got the time to send everybody individual text messages announcing my arrival because ain't nobody got time for that. So, like, the folks that I'm really close with, I did say, hey, this is what I have going on. Like, I told, we ended up actually running into Steven. Shout out to SB. He pulled up on us. That was great. But, like, he hit us up and remind, like, yeah, like, that's he, what but, like he, but here's the thing. He responded, to, I know to me, he responded to, like, my Insta story when I was saying, like, about to head, about to, head to D.C. He was mm-hmm. like, oh, where, nigga, like, I'm, I'll be there, too. Like, link up. And I was like, right. bet, cool. But for those who... Like, I hate, what I hate is when I'm traveling to your city and you can't pull up on me. Like, you knew I was coming to your city. You had enough gumption to check me about not hitting you up, but you didn't also didn't reach out. Like, the one thing I absolutely hate is somebody who said, oh, yeah, I thought I saw you. So why didn't you speak? Why would you wait? Cause, like, like, cause, don't, hey, cause, nigga, cause niggas are scared. I don't know, but like, um, and even though, like, I linked up with, I linked up with, 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 with several of the homies. Uh, you know, there's several homies I didn't link up with. Charge it to, charge it to my head, not my heart. You know, I still got love for everybody. But I, just niggas will FaceTime me like, oh, you in DC? You ain't tell nobody. Nigga, I told my entire fucking timeline. Like, either you have me muted or don't follow me, which is another issue, or you don't be paying attention to what the fuck I said. Everybody knew. Diddy's not in town this weekend. Diddy's in D.C. Right. Everybody knew that. So if you knew that and you live in D.C. or were also going to be in D.C., hit me up. I, I'm not a fake-ass nigga by any means. If you hit me up and link, like, hey, like, and plus, a lot of y'all niggas be moving so goddamn much, I be forgetting what's... moving. <laughs> like, niggas hit me up, like, yo, I'm like, nigga, I didn't even... I forgot that you lived here. <laughs> nigga, like, I thought you lived in Cleveland. Dog, like, Jesus Christ, I can't wait to have y'all budget. I can't fucking wait, because y'all niggas will pack the fuck up and be out. And I'm just, I ain't, I ain't got it. I mean, we'll, 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 we'll disappear like a thief in the night, pop up in a whole new time zone, mm-hmm. and then wait a couple weeks and then post something like, you know, just, just happy hour with a location that's Nacho City. Like, nigga. When the fuck did you even move? But that's that's besides the point. I had a fucking ball in D.C. Um, Shout out my, hmm. I'm trying to remember Thursday. All I know is that we had a lot of Hennessy, and I almost got finessed by a stripper. Okay, so 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 Thursday, so Thursday first and foremost, where we're putting this on wax for accountability purposes. <laughs> we are never fucking doing that drive ever again. Never again. And you know what's funny is that as we're getting ready to pull out, we were like, "Bro, how did we end up driving when all I, of us are some flying ass niggas?" Because all of because it was, it was it was me and Jay. We're like, "How the fuck?" Like, why are we flying? I was like, nigga, I don't know. Like, I was I was ready I was ready to book a flight. And then she was like, I was too. And then you were like, wait, I was too. I think we had another party. Who that, dropped out and we never adjust, readjusted the flight. Because another party who was going to. Because, nigga, I had to hop the flight so quick. I am at the, if it's longer than three hours, four tops, I can't do it. I don't want to do I'm it. I'm my six foot five as in your Chevy Cruze. I was hey, listen, you put some respect on Cocaine Cruise. Nigga, she, she got was, us through. She got us through, but nigga, I'm over here knee to chest. You know how stressful it is to drive your car when I have to duck down to look at the rearview mirror. I only date men that are five eight, so we don't have that problem. And the niggas I date have better cars than I do, so we also don't have that problem. I just like <laughs> I'm over here like ducking down, like I am only five three. 
So switching switching lanes in your car was stressful for me because I'm like, oh shit, oh, I hope the but, mirror you taller than the mirrors and shit. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. But um, so yeah, we had to put down wax for accountability purposes. Um, never again am I doing that drive. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was at the point where niggas just assumed we flew with him. We had to like, I had to correct him like. Cause he was like, yeah, give him, give him, give him traveling grace and mercy, you know. If on a flight, I was like, actually, we're driving. We driving. And Niggas like, looked at us like the ghetto. <laughs> Nigga, we looked at ourselves like the get the fucking ghetto. Um, but so we pull, so we pulled up. We literally hop out off a road straight to the function because. <laughs> Niggas was running late, and so we hopped out. I think we changed at a rest stop. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, let me make sure shower and makeup done before we hit the road. I'm going to change at somebody's rest stop situation and did. We were like maybe an hour outside of D.C., and I was like, I need to change my clothes. And Grab like, and, and, and we poured up in the car, which is you know, don't don't try that at home, kids. Do not try that at home. The Shoot Your Shot podcast does not condone drinking and driving. However, we're also honest. Don't pour up at home, kids, because we did that. So you hopefully you ain't have to go through that. Um, so we pull up at the function at Stadium um, in D.C. It was all of our first times at Stadium. It was my first time for sure at Stadium. And I really did miss out on wings and fucking pasta. I was hot, nigga. Nigga, nigga. complimentary. Complimentary. You know what? Blame Jay because we could have left earlier. Actually, no. No, no, we can't blame Jay. No, can't. Because I had a casualty. Okay, so... I lost my fucking license on the way out the door. Found it the Monday we got back. You want to know where this license was? Where? Because you're going to cuss me out. I am. It was at the bottom of my purse the whole weekend. <laughs> nigga. Nick, nick, nigga. 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 Really? Really? <laughs> really? Really? gotta be fucking kidding me i knew you was gonna cuss me out i am so sorry but y'all saw me search my bag like y'all saw me like damn near pour and, out my whole purse and, and we were you know we were calm cool collectors like look and we we told you it's like it went can't be DMV, far right went to the bmv got a new like the little paper one they're gonna send me out a new license and then when i got home i went to start like unpacking and i was like they're going to cuss me out <laughs> i found my license Yep. And found I found it shit. on chance. It was like literally I was in my car and I was looking was for stuck? something. Was it stuck to I something? I have no idea. I have no idea. I was just like, bitch ass nigga. Anyway, so we can't even blame Jay. Cause cause no. cause 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 I got held up. It's fine. <laughs> um, so we pull up to the function and I'm also man, you know, we get in and we see we see we see the, p- the people that we linking up with and they let us know it's three dollar Hennessy. Now, now, mind you, it's very possible that this Hennessy could have probably been E&J because, you know, finesseful. Finesseful. However, $3 drinks in D.C. is a rarity no matter what it is. Okay, so we, all right. So, I don't even drink Hennessy like that. I don't like, Hennessy makes me black out, which explains Thursday. There we go. I don't even like Hennessy like that, for real. I, I think I think Hennessy is overrated. I think, I think it's nasty. I think, I think you only drink it because you heard your favorite rapper mention it. And to be shit. honest with you, do say over Hennessy if you really want to talk cognac. And, and, and support black business, nigga. Um, but $3 Hennessy is $3 Hennessy. $3 drinks in D.C. is $3, $3 drinks in D.C. And so we out here pouring up, double fisting, shot, everybody getting shots. Everybody. I don't understand. Okay. So Jade ordered a round, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, I got the next one. And before I could get the next one, Ivan was like, no, I got it. And I was like. All right. Okay. Bet. So then it dawned on me, like, bitch, this is Hennessy. Yes. Because Hennessy is $3. Every other drink in that bitch is 12 
So three, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it makes sense. Simple math, fam. The economy, the economics of that night, nigga. Hennessy was three dollars. A bottle of water was two. Yep. <laughs> like the economy didn't make no goddamn sense. And didn't drink a lick of water. <laughs> I drank one because I'm like, I'm going to die, die. And I was like, I need something because I'm over here double fisting. Niggas are like, here, you good? Pour up. Like, you know, you just see mad, beautiful black woman shaking ass. And you're just like, oh, I saw one chick Which put her leg. Which leads me to my next point. I saw one chick put her leg behind her head. And, like, I was like, you you are goddamn So, I, me, I think we walked in and it smelled, like, out of town. Like, niggas would even pop the tag off of new niggas. Like, I promise you. We looked like we were from out of town. Them strippers took full advantage, okay? So, I'm drunk as shit. I'm out of my mind at this point. And... One of the girls pulls me up and starts giving me a private dance, gives me a lap dance, and I'm just like. And it's also partly my fault because I did. T- I was like, it's your, it's, it's our birthday, trying to get you some birthday love. Yeah. And so I'm know. just like, okay, ass, cool. I stand up. Listen, I love a nice. Listen, you got to be the fattest ass, but a nicely shaped ass. A little bubble butt. A, a little, little bubble little butt. Bubble butt doing the thing. thing. Pretty round, brown. <laughs> okay, so. Then she was just like, oh, we have a private area. And my giddy ass is like, sure. And then Jade was like, bitch, have you ever been to a strip club? And you was like, no, this sounds so exciting. But I definitely have. There's no symbol like behind my ears when it comes to this shit. And, fi- and, fi- and the thing is, she was trying to, the other stripper was trying to finesse me. And she's like, you know, trying to gas me. Like, I see you. How you looking like a boss? I'm like, baby, don't. <laughs> Baby. Don't play yourself. <laughs> Don't lie to me, because here's the thing. Like, I've been to strip clubs before. I know the game. I was I wasn't born at night or last night. Meanwhile, I would have paid for three dances. Bam, they was doing a train <laughs> on that nigga. And Ivan, you my nigga. But I'm, I'm going to send you this so you can hear it on wax, because we ain't going to talk behind they your back. They ran the race on my nigga. <laughs> nigga, they did the race on your pockets. and Because it, it was his first time. And your first time at stadium, because they even a strip club is a club with strippers. It was a yeah. But they ran the race on the nigga. They was, they was, it was like relay race, tag in, tag out. Like, they had to go save him. Bam, nigga, we had to go save you. Facts. Because it was like, but Shorty, like, mind you, Shorty was like, yeah, I'm going to take you to my private, you know, take you up to the private room. So you, I'm like, baby, mm. I, was mm-hmm. like, I was like, what's the price? And, she, and, and I knew it was some bullshit because you didn't even want to answer my question. She was just like, I mean, you're coming up with, I, was like, mm, I, mm-hmm. I ain't asked all that. I said, what the price is? This Jay was like, give me, get, get. I, I, and then you just get her. And I was like, I was like, and you over here being led astray. I'm like, I'm like, I gotta come up. Come on. I was like, I was like Alex, come with me. Uh, like, Alex. Like, and you turn around, I was like, ma'am. Ma'am. Come with me. He was like, okay. Fine. Fine. Because other, nigga, otherwise, nigga, you would be in debt to stadium to this day. I feel they would have made, made you like wash dishes in the kitchen. Nigga, I'd still be in DC. <laughs> like, and we just like, oh, well. Well, she we'll, moved there now, so. We'll call her job. <laughs> Um, but no, so Friday, we you guys went to actually go see Endgame on Friday. Yeah, yeah so we went to see Avengers Endgame. You're uh, welcome. Nigga, you didn't say that <laughs> about 50 little times. Because, man. All right, so, like, I bought your ticket because you've been just, like, an, can we, we celebrate accomplishments and we shout out our friends all the time. And I don't think I've shown you enough, like, appreciation for, like, the awesome and fr- friend that you've been, the support system you've been, the brother you've been, like... I, you've just been a lot to me in this season of my life, and I give my friends their flowers while they can still smell them. So, yes, I knew how geeked up you were about this. And I was stressed because I was like, damn, I'm going to be in D.C. when it when it, when it premiere, like, and we leave in Thursday, so I can't even keep can't even catch like the third they premiere exactly so and, we just made sure that ticket was covered and so and you got to go enjoy yourself with your friends king and so yeah so 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 me and the homies we went and saw Endgame. game first of all here's how expensive dc is 
nigga, the parking with the validation was still $9. And there, <laughs> nigga, that was a deal. Because <laughs> it was like, nigga, otherwise, it's like hours 11. So. Dog, let's talk about D.C. in general. First, why did it take me 50 minutes to go 10 miles? Because, first of okay. Because niggas, proper planning prevents poor performance. And niggas did, and niggas did not plan properly because you should have known better than trying to move anywhere in D.C. on a 3.30 on a Friday. Yeah, we knew better. Like, because I'd have ran into the same problems in Ohio. Like, nigga, in, in Ohio, if you're not getting somewhere, if you're not getting on the interstate by 3 o'clock on a Friday, you might as well wait till 6. Nigga, like, in Ohio, mm-hmm. D.C., nigga, nigga, I'm pretty sure Friday rush hour started at, like, noon. <laughs> like... Come on now, and it's Broccoli City weekend. That was uh, DC traffic is DC traffic, but we fucked, we fumbled a bag because ain't no way in hell we should have been on any we, road. Listen, I feel like between traffic and strippers, we got finessed a little bit this weekend. But you can't finesse a finesser because, well, no, go ahead talk about in game because I know you're dying to. Um. So all right. So spoiler alert. Fuck that. It's Tuesday. Uh, Niggas should have been seen tip by now. And, Y'all know. And, and also, it's, it's releasing. By the time it releases next Friday, if you really care to see it, you would figure out a way. But spoiler alert, just in case. All right. So Avengers Endgame was a whole three hours. And so, emotional roller coaster, ups and downs. Like, they they catch the nigga Thanos slipping early and get, and, and get him got. <laughs> but then they realize... Just because you killed a nigga don't mean you can bring your friends back. Mm. And so now we jump five years, five whole ass years. Mm. Like whoever you ever seen leftovers or or you remember the rapture? Yes. Where where everybody's trying to figure out like how the fuck do we deal with the fact that nigga like our friends gone? Like we were the left behinds. Like, you know, the left behind, I think is the one of us. Yeah. So that shit. Imagine that in Marvel terms. So like nigga, half the world is gone. So everybody who's left is like, damn, that shit is crazy. Like, Steve Rogers has a support group, you know, trying to cope with niggas. Uh, Black Widow out here wow. commanding the, the remainder, like uh, trying to look through certain shit, all of that. And so, and so, first and foremost, shout out to the rat in the storage facility in San Francisco. Um, you're not the MVP, but you certainly like the the the, the sixth man of the year, because. For those who my event my Avengers fans, my Marvel fans, remember Ant Man got stuck in the quantum realm when the snap happened because no one was there to bring him back. So niggas just assumed he was got. But the ant, you know, was crawling across the van, gets him back out. So you so you realize, oh shit, the quantum realm has different physics than real life. And so we so then niggas think that. Tony Stark gets saved. The Tony Stark ain't fucking with niggas because he's like, nigga, I got a family now. He has a whole ass daughter. I can't do this shit no more. Um, and so then, but it eats at Tony because Tony's like, I can, I, I'm smart enough to figure this shit out. He figures out the time travel shit. So mind you, in any in any movie with time travel, there's hella plot holes and hella loops because you're like, that doesn't make sense. Um, we pull up on we pull up on Hulk now, Bruce Banner, who's now a uh, Professor Hulk. So the Marvel comics know Professor Hulk is like the combination of Bruce Banner and the Hulk. He's strong like the Hulk, but he still control himself like Bruce Banner. So he pull up on that, you know, Hawkeye done lost his whole family. So Hawkeye going full vigilante on niggas, you know, got the got the Mohawk like a like a white man going for a midlife crisis with a Harley. Um, Lord. And so and so, so you know, we going through the thing. We're planning out how to like 
get the Infinity Stones back, like, through time, like, steal the Infinity Stones before Thanos can get them shits so that way they can bring their people back. You are having, like, a full nerd moment right now. I'm letting you have it. And, you know, it is what it is. And so, so with that, so they go, they go back to, like, New York in 2012, the attack of 2012 to get a couple stones. They go back to, you know, space to get the other three stones. But Thanos, 2014 Thanos, like, the Thanos, you know, from, from um five years back, like, sees this. And then it's like, all right, cool, I'm going to let you get these insanity stones, but I'm going to pull up on niggas. Thanos pulls up on niggas. Thor doesn't let himself go at this point because he's depressed because he can't get his peoples back. So he's fat as hell. He looked like Lebowski. But, um, no, he looked like Lebowski. So, and I'm skipping out a lot of shit because it's a three-hour movie. If you expect me to properly summarize a three-hour movie, no. Okay, cut to, like, the scene where Tony Stark dies because I know that happens. (laughs) And so it's a big-ass fight. They, they, uh, Doctor Strange pulls up because they, because Hulk first snaps, snaps the fingers to kind of bring everybody back. But as soon as he snaps the fingers, Thanos pulls up on niggas, attacks the Avengers base. And so, and so now it's like two versions of Nebula. Nebula is like the, 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 the android woman chick. Got it. Old Nebula, who's evil as hell, ride die Thanos, and new Nebula, who fucking hates Thanos. Confusing as hell. So they get to that point, but Hulk snaps, brings everybody back, fucks up his arm in the process because, like, it's mad energy. So then everybody comes back, Peter Parker, all your favorites come back who got snapped. Big-ass fight. Cap picks up Thor's hammer because he's worthy now. Um, Big-ass fight. They do, like, this weird-ass relay race with the Infinity Gauntlet trying to get it away from Thanos. Thanos ends up catching niggas. Gets the Infinity Gauntlet, but somehow Tony Stark, in a sly, slick move, takes the fucking Infinity Stones off the Infinity Gauntlet before Thanos can snap again, and then Tony snaps. So mind you, so that kills everybody who's with Thanos. But the the energy of the shit kills Tony, too. Oh, shit. Niggas cried thug tears in that bitch for a while. (laughs) Now... This is the, the the story is now in the theater we're showing, so we're right at Tony Stark's funeral. The whole gang is at the whole gang of Marvel characters is at Tony Stark's funeral. Tell me why some dickhead pulls a fire alarm. Oh my god! And we're like five to ten minutes left in the movie. I would have cussed everybody. The I fuck wanted out. to fight, and mind you, at this point, it's a torrential downpour in DC. Like, we get out, it's raining, raining. So we're like, motherfucker. So not only did I not see the last 10 minutes of this movie, I'm fucking, I'm stuck in the fucking rain. Exactly. Niggas is pissed. But shout out to AMC Theaters. Um, Once they realized that wasn't an actual fire happening, we were able to, we were able to get back in and see the last 10 minutes. Now, the shit was already spoiled for me at this point because niggas was like, do you just want to know what happened? Because I just thought it was, it was, I was chalked. So we get back, um, Cap, you know, instead of, you know, is tasked to put everything back where it was in order to make sure there's no alternate realities. Cap does that, but instead of coming back, he decides to go back to his time frame because Cap is from the 1950s and, like, retire with the woman he loves, Peggy Carter. Right. So he shows up at the end of the movie as an old-ass nigga 
and passes on the Captain America shield to Falcon, a black man. Um, yeah, so all of that basically say Avengers Endgame is it's a, it's a it's an emotional roller coaster. There's some plot holes in it. There's some shit that don't make a, a bit of sense. So is there another movie after this? I mean, so as far as Marvel concerned, it's it, shit don't stop. Like there's a Spider-Man sequel already in in like July. And there's a Black Panther or something. Black Panther two is confirmed. Doctor, like it it was like a, it was like a, an emotional send off for like the the OGs. Got it. And the OGs are now passing into the new guys. Got it. So okay. that's kind of like that's what Endgame Endgame did 1.2 billion this first weekend. Sure did. Mind you, the original first record prior to that was Infinity War that did six hundred and forty six million. So Endgame did double that. There's something called market share. Ninety percent of the people who went to go see the movies that weekend went and saw Endgame. Theaters had to constantly add showtime to m- kind of match up with the demand of niggas wanting tickets. So it's a big deal. And that's huge. Huge deal. So that's what I did with my Friday during the day. <laughs> I know it's long, but y'all get y'all be alright. Um, yeah, after the movie we linked up with y'all. Me, A Rod, Jade. Got some got some got some Trey. got some got some mambo sauce in Tried this. mambo sauce for the first time. What's your opinion on it? I feel like I could make mambo sauce. I feel like I can make it. Like honestly, like it was great. Like I enjoyed it. But like niggas was slurping that shit up like it was low main. Like I I feel like mambo sauce is good, but I feel like there's a recipe for that somewhere. Like I can make that shit. You have to get in tight with some DC niggas for real, for real in order to get. They gonna like. I'm pretty sure they gonna like mob my mentions over that comment. But like, oh yeah, hey, mind you, sure. Alex said that. <laughs> Didier did say hey, that. Listen, run up. That's fine. Did but that. it was good. I didn't say I didn't like it. I said what I said. Like, <laughs> it was good. Um, but no, Friday night we ended up like the the Airbnb nigga stayed in was sweet as fuck. Like. It was like when we walked in, the asking price was like the lower six hundred, six hundred thousand. Some niggas was like, "That's six hundred dollars." Like, all right, call up there, offer six hundred dollars if you want to, and get and get cussed out and get embarrassed, get hung up on. Because <laughs> I would laugh hanging up. What you like, playing on my phone? <laughs> why is this nigga playing on my phone? Um, and big and big shout out to the homie um for letting us stay at his spot, which is also very gorgeous. Nice, okay, very between nice. Chris's spot and the Airbnb, bitch, I am broke. Like y'all, like whoa. Who whoa? I need to get my money up, get the hustle game going. Like Man, I ain't gonna crazy. Lie. A couple times this weekend, I was like, selling crack couldn't be that difficult. It can't be that bad to flip a brick. It, it just like can't. I know, I know, I could get a brick real quick if I called the right niggas. You start, you start thinking that, and then you're like, but I don't like jail. Yeah, jail does not sound like a bitch like me. Oh no, I would get passed around like a collection plate, honey. We like nope. <laughs> niggas take niggas spinning the wheel like wheel of fortune. <laughs> Who's getting Alex's booty today? Um, um but yeah, so Friday, uh Friday happened, we went to um this this HBCU jump. Yeah, it it, 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 it was a college party. A lot, Our grown asses had no fucking business. Um and a lot of clubs in DC, because they're very like refortified houses pretty much. So like you you'll have to go in and then go upstairs. Yeah. And so and the spot where you at was small as hell. Small as the entire fuck. Like Mm-mm. it had, it could, it couldn't have been bigger than like three of the booth that we're in right now. Nah, no. Mm-mm. And niggas was strolling in that bitch, bro. Stro- I was so fucking mad. So listen, as somebody who's used to that shit, it's still like space and opportunity. And then I realized, Alex, this is a college party. Like niggas is finna do that. 
Nigga, like, I mean. Nigga little shimmying on stage. Oh, and, yeah, I clocked that. And, but the thing is, though, apparently he bagged shorty off of, uh, some shorty got bagged off of that shimmy on stage. That is such college party. It's a college the party. The bar is on the floor. It's also a fucking college party. I expected that shit. Some nigga walked up to me shimmy, and I just fucking laughed. <laughs> I was weak. <laughs> hey, Captain, y'all gotta get a new special move. <laughs> like, I was, he walked up to me and like was like moving his shoulders. And I was like, baby. Yeah, y'all gotta get a new special Please. move because I and it, it only I think the Cap was the only niggas who are even able to do that. I can't walk up strolling to a shorty no. and be like, come here. A QK like, walk up hopping to a nigga and be like, come here. I don't know. Mm-mm. A Cap was only, but y'all gotta get a new special move. Yeah, I fucked up. Anyway, so Friday was very drunk. Saturday was the moment we all been waiting for. Um, I was excited to see, so I saw LMA, I saw Wayne, I saw Gambino. I'm upset that I miss Black, and I'm upset I miss Tiana Taylor. But that's, it's the nature, of, it's right. the nature of the festival that you gotta pick and choose. Right, and then just moving and maneuvering the crowd. Wayne was every bit of 45 minutes late. Like, niggas left because we thought he just no-showed. And, like, I promise you, the, the, cause first of all, um, you know, shout out to people who, Put it together, but don't piss on me and tell me it's raining. Like, there's a reason that you're doing this. No, Nipsey and, Hustle uh, tribute thing going, and not that it wasn't appreciated. I appreciated but it. But just tell me what's up. Like niggas yeah, was think- like, and and, and, and it fucked me up because you know we're, we we it's always love for, for Nipsey, but it's like nigga, we came to see Wayne at this point. Like we're standing here, moved up in the crowd to see Wayne. And so then um, Wayne was every bit of 45 minutes late. And you could tell they felt the pressure because they started giving counters like, he's coming, he's five minutes away. We're like, yeah, all right. He's nah. two, he, was five minutes, he was five minutes away for like 20 minutes. <laughs> but then he I mean? came in, you know, had a whole sequin Gucci, something going on. But, yeah. you know, it's Wayne. All blonde, dreads, all four of them. Wayne, it's Wayne. It's Wayne. But Wayne's still a fucking legend. Period. And so I can say in my lifetime, I got to see Lil Wayne. Um, But... You left right after Wayne because that's yeah. all you wanted. That's fine. We were out there for a very long time. And plus, like, my body, because my, my body was like, nigga. It's time to go. Time to go, nigga. We, we are not 21 anymore. But Gambino. Okay, I'm getting ready to stand. Go ahead. I stand for Endgame. You got this one. Go ahead. I have been a childish Gambino fan for a while, right? But. This is my first opportunity seeing him live. I know he was on tour last summer. I didn't get to see that. Right, and he's doing he's doing all of the festivals. He's this on year. this festival circuit right now. So I pray that I well, like when he comes back around, I get to see his actual full show because I heard it's crazy. Number one, he came out in true Donald Glover fashion. I think the nigga was barefoot at first. I think. It wouldn't surprise me. He performed shirtless the entire time. Doesn't surprise me. The crowd interaction was crazy. The crowd control was crazy. He was walking through the crowd. He walked through the crowd. He was like, can I have security follow me? I know them niggas was like, here the fuck we go. Um, the, His band was so in the pocket. I've never heard a band get in their bag the way Gambino's band was in their motherfucking bag. I mean, like, it was, it was, I could just eat it up. It was so fucking good. Um, that nigga gave us a show. A real fucking show, like, and he he showed he showed why he was a headliner. Um, yeah, he showed his ass because like pe- lot, some some people was like, why 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 is Wayne not the headliner? Because you know Wayne has put more in this to career, but it's like it's not about career, it's about right now. Right, and when you talk about festivals, it's about the right now. And to be honest with you, I would not have came for a Wayne headliner show where he's at in his career right now. You know what I mean? That's just my preference. And, and you could see because in Wayne's set. Seventy-five percent of what he performed was 
Oh. Car- card old like old Carter old, shit. Oh, like Carter three and above, nigga. Like he performed like one one song of Carter four and like two songs of Carter five. Like, but also that's a testament. Wayne knows we came here. We came here a Millie. We came to hear Lollipop. We came here got money. We came to hear some of this. We came to hear Mona Lisa. Like, yeah, like, we came for that shit. But at the same time, I think recognizing the time to pass the, the torch, torch is, 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 is essential. And it was, Wayne didn't give us a bad show. But yeah. I also couldn't see Wayne headlining that kind of space. Not not where he's at in his career right and not, now. Fam, if, 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 if he was a headliner and showed up 45 minutes late, whoo. I'd want my money back. Niggas would have rioted. Niggas was about to riot when he was the 7.30 slot and showed up 45 minutes late. Or 7 o'clock uh, slot, excuse me. Um, But, yeah. Um, but yeah, Gambino show was, um, it was so amazing. Like I, I'm actually like kicking myself for not making that concert a priority last summer. Cause it was amazing. Like that show was so good. It was so dope. And, um, yeah, shout out to Gambino. True triple threat as far as talent wise, act, rap, sing, comedy, all that. Like the boys writes, he writes, he directs, like the boys goddamn talented. He makes me feel so lazy. (laughs) A lot of these people make me feel lazy He makes me feel so fucking lazy. Um. But DC was such a good time. Like I'm, it makes it reminds me that like I don't know. DC kind of lit a fire up underneath my ass. Like Alex, there's nothing anybody around you that's doing that's so special that you can't tap into your own. And it's like all these niggas around you, all they did was tap into themselves. So whatever you need to do, just lean into it. Like whatever you feel about like your passion and your what you got your hands on currently, all the shits you got your hands on currently, lean into that. Like invest into it. So I I spent this trip like. I knew that DC was going to be my last two raw for a while because there's other things in my life I need to focus on. Like, I need to sit down somewhere. But that was just a new motivation that I am where I need to be. And it's time to, like, tap into it. It's time to lean into it. Stop playing with your blessing. Stop playing yeah. with your blessing. Not that I'm playing with it, but it's just like, Alex, you could be doing more. Mm-hmm. So it's time to go go do more. And I'll be living exactly like I want to be living faster than projected. So I see it. I see it. I own it. Sorry. I had to. All right. <laughs> you can wait to use my shit on me. It's fine. Um, but in memoriam. Um, so we lost a legend. We lost we lost we lost a legend. Um, rest in peace to uh John Singleton, uh fifty one. Yep. Fifty one years old. Uh finally succumbed to the stroke he had, I think a couple weeks ago. He was on he was in a coma and on life support. The family made the decision to take him off. Um Yesterday, yes, um, Monday. So, uh, the youngest at the time, and I'm I'm pretty sure you might still be the youngest uh, director to ever be nominated for Best Picture. Yes, uh, for Boys in the Hood. Yes, um, Poetic Justice, Friday, um, just just un- without your John Singletons, ain't no ain't no one else out here doing it right now. Like there would be no black directors. No, 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 no Ryan Coogler. No, no uh, hype Williams. No hype Williams. No Jordan Peele. No, they would not exist. So, and it's a pioneer, a legend in the game. Um, and and fifty one is just so fucking young. Fifty one is so young. And, 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 and both of our parents are, are older. older yeah, than that. like fifty one's young as hell. And um, and so I'm gonna take this to first, uh, implore black men, especially but black people, take care of yourself. Get checked up on. Make sure you're living healthily, because like you know, life happens. But and also make sure your paperwork is straight. I 
if you have access to this podcast, you have access to health um, life insurance. You can like policies go. I know some policies that go for like ten dollars a month, and it may not be nothing that you could pass down to family or break nobody no change off, but you could put yourself in the ground. The average funeral funeral cost is ten grand. Yeah, average, and that's average. Um, you want to make sure, like, if you're a young parent, you want to make sure that your kids are able to kind of survive on their if own. If I have access to you, if I can put my hands on you and you're my family, definitely trust and believe I have life insurance on you. And that was a decision, like, for instance, even though me and my son's father aren't together, um, me and him took out, we have policies on each other. And it's not for him or I gain. It's really just to make sure that our kids have something. Yeah. Like, and. Like, I know my, my mom has a policy on me. I have a policy on her. I have a policy on both my parents. I have a policy on my child. My parents have a policy on me. Um, yeah. Because, like, because, no um, and, you know, and, and wills are another thing that you, you know, if you get to, you need to start thinking about. And because, like, it, hurt, it hurts my heart when I see people having to go to go fund me. In order to get somebody a proper burial. Oh, that breaks my heart. Or, you know, you have to start selling plates. You have to start selling your own precious memorabilia valuables in order to kind of give someone a quote-unquote proper burial. And we know that these funeral homes be waxing. waxing. because Because they, they take advantage of you in your most emotional time frame, and they put the squeeze on you. We know that. Um, but it's similar to, like, a wedding tax. Like, you know what I'm saying? you got to make sure that you, you're capable and the last thing I want any of us to do is to lead. Not only, like if you, if we pass on, that the people that care about us are 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 grieving. They have to pay our bills now too. But now they gotta. Now they're financially stressed as, as yeah. well. Yeah. So that's the one last thing. So, I um, I feel like death has been a very. Yeah, it's it's been it's been heavy. Um, it's been very just present. Present. That that's the word I'm looking for. And it it. Re- it's another reminder to check on your your own mental health and to check in with yourself. And so uh, I do want to get while we're on the topic, I do want to um, give a, a a heartfelt thank you um, for every single person um, who's reached out to me through my Insta DMs, Twitter DMs, text messages, comments, Facebook. However, that you got in, t- in contact with me, with me, um, wishing for my condolence, you know, praying for my family, wishing condolences, wishing, you know, keeping us in your prayers, um, during my tough time. Um, we, you know, for those who know, um, I, I didn't lose, uh, my father over, you know, last week for way this up, you know, recording is we recorded on Tuesday. I lost him on like Wednesday. Um, so I didn't get a chance to like say that, you know, during, you know, this last episode. So I wanted to make sure that, uh, I, Use the avenue that I have to to express my deepest and my deepest gratification for ev- to everyone. I may have not got to everybody individually because like shit gets overwhelming when you know you're dealing with hundreds of comments, right? You know, hundreds of text messages, like you know, and just so I wanted to make sure that everyone heard you heard that on this platform. Um, we're still grieving, um, but the marathon continues and i know that he wouldn't want me to to stop the progress i'm trying to make um so yeah we're taking so i'm taking some time you know what i'm saying like you know we're taking a couple of days off work uh but i can't i can't afford 
to, to, to let this halt the things that we have going on, both for myself and both for this entity as a whole, because that's not what he would want. And I'm going to continue to honor his legacy by making sure that shit keeps going. So if you see me out here moving, just know I'm moving with a heavy heart, but I'm moving still. Um, because listen, baby, the shit don't stop. The shit can't stop. Slow motion better than no motion. And you don't owe nobody explanation for shit. And the people that know, know. The people that don't know, don't need to. And I, you know, that you are surrounded by nothing but love and support and people who are going to hold it down when you can't. And it's okay to can't. It's okay to just, I just can't right now. And so, and so again, a huge shout out to everybody who reached out. Um, you know, everybody grieves in different ways. Everybody, everybody processes in different ways. Uh, my process may not be your process. So, and again, uh, you don't owe nobody an explanation for the way that you process shit. And while we're on that topic, if you don't mind, go ahead. I find it extremely intrusive and invasive when people nitpick at somebody else's process and the way they process anything, the way they process heartbreak or disappointment, specifically death, since we're on the topic. Y'all, that is disgusting. The somebody, it's not really, and I think it's, it's, uh, it comes from this generation i hate to sound like one of these oh back but we think we have access to people that you don't because of social media social media and like we think that like you know just because i cho- i chose i choose to update you on certain things about my life means that now i'm i'm now obligated to update you on everything about my life and while we make jokes of it when we see you know these couples you know who post everything publicly and then they break up and they go radio silent but at the end of the day like i'm a person not a netflix show nigga like I don't, I don't owe y'all a new season of content about my shit. It, you, and you know what? You hit the nail on the head because it looks like I celebrate loudly. I'm more quietly. And that's nobody's motherfucking business. How I choose to process anything in my life. If I choose to process love and it's out loud, that's on me. If I choose to process love and it's quiet, that's also on me. If I choose to, 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 mourn and it's public and it's an outpour and that's who I choose to express myself that's on me all of that has nothing to do with you and you're right people draw these arbitrary and these this this made up make believe ass line like like like, like, oh like I saw I saw a comment I posted it when um it wasn't about me but I posted it when I announced the passing which again not owed to but it's more so like it's an explanation for certain things like hey if you see me distant are you, you know, here's why. And it was about Megan Thee Stallion because Megan Thee Stallion um, lost her mother. Yeah. And, why, you know, during, there's never, there's never an opportunity. Like her time. record just hit that Billboard's it, Hot there's 100. Never, there's never. She's really, her career is really on the grind. Yeah, never and an she lost her mom. There's no, you're right. There's really. never an opportune moment to lose a parent. But like while she was, you know, breaking out, she lost, and I saw some some somebody comment. It was like, like I'm happy for her, but like she lost her mom, and she's not acting like it. I just I just don't understand. And then, by, by the grace of God, Megan chose to respond. Because again, no I one owes you. No one owes you a I, damn thing. You're lucky thing. you didn't get just blocked. Because I would have just blocked you. And the comment was more or less like, "Dog, my mom raised a strong woman. My mom was a strong woman. She raised a strong woman. Like if I stop, I'm going to I'm going to break down. And I don't I." And then the arrogance of the dude's response was like, oh, thanks for clearing it up. Like, bitch, I don't owe you shit. And, 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 and so I just don't be that person. You know, I think, I think, and um, whether it's with me, whether it's with anybody else in your life, like, again, and I don't mean to sound just like I'm this arrogant celebrity type nigga. I'm not a celebrity, but 
no one owes you a damn thing as far as the explanation, as far as why I'm doing things I'm doing. So if you see me out, don't be like, oh, why is he out? I thought he just lost somebody. Mind the goddamn business. I also think people, like, you assume that what I post or what I put out there in the world is the end-all, be-all to me. Some of this shit is just what it is. And I really am starting to learn how to take a lot of this shit as face value. Because social media, I'm a victim of it too. Social media has got my feelings hurt. And... I just, in in learning through that particular lesson, it was like, you have to learn how to consume less as well. And checks and balances. The moment that I find myself um, having expectations, especially on social media basis, having expectations greater than what I know I would allow for myself, Mm -hmm. then you got to make some adjustments. Because if somebody dumpster dived into my business based upon what the fuck I post, I would have an issue. Fab, you don't know if I'm I'm single or married, like, but it's also like I know for me, and I talked to a couple people about this, like, just the negativity that you see every single day right. on social media. This, you know, the gender wars, the uh, the the oh, black men ain't shit, the black women ain't shit. Nobody, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really do try to steer clear of that shit. And but it's okay, really but it's okay to put your phone down. And and take a step back. Preach. And and this is coming from somebody who I, I have my phone in my hand, goddamn, twenty four seven. Phone's in hand right now. You know what I'm saying? I understand it, but it's okay to put your phone down. That's also how I feel about spoilers. Like, look, when I muted every keyword I could about Game of Thrones, about Avengers, if I couldn't see it live, because I knew what the, I knew what it was. Also, for me, it, it's. Nigga, we did the race back from DC to make sure we got we got uh, home in time for the- Game of Thrones because niggas was not gonna spoil that for me. But I also know, like Alex, you know that this is a hot to- social most, media most anticipated this, you know, episode. I can't like, get mad that niggas are really talking about this shit. I can't get mad at them for that. But excuse me, niggas want to get mad at quote unquote spoilers or overconsumption on the same app and vent about it on the same app that they're overconsuming. Make it make sense. It don't. It, it honestly don't. And I, but I thing is, I think more people are addicted to social media than they want to let on. Because oh, I love Twitter. Because at other, this point, I get paid to tweet how much I'm on my fucking phone. Because otherwise, because it's like, man, like, you, you, but like, no, nigga, like, if you don't want to see spoilers and you know that Twitter, you go stumble onto some shit. It's okay. Like, there's niggas I know. As soon as Avengers. Spoilers started leaking out. They deleted the app off their phone and just and didn't go back on until they saw the movie because they self care king self care, and so I just think it's okay to 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 retract and withdraw and to retweet retreat excuse me from right this cesspool <laughs> from from time to time. It's okay. So you brought up something and I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, it was a how we want things and people to become popular, but not too popular. Okay. So, and yeah, I felt this when you started speaking about like Megan Thee Stallion. That was that was that was a, that was the first person, and when Game of Thrones was the second people. So perfect, because I'm glad we on the same page yeah. with this one. It pisses me off because when Megan was just an underground artist, when Doing people, her thing. you know, what I'm saying like when Tina Snow mixtape dropped. 
You know what I mean? Nobody was bumping her shit when Hot Girl remixes. You know what I'm saying? Then you look at the girl, you realize that not only is she talented, not only is she beautiful, not only is her her body's hers, not only is she popping shit, not only is she college educated. Now it's only she's writing her own. You know what I'm saying? She's literally checking up all the boxes that you have compared your Cardi's and your Nikki's to and not saying that these women can't all coexist. She literally checks off all these arbitrary ass standards that you give female rappers. She smashes those boxes and now y'all want to call her ugly and she's annoying. And, and it was weird because like I saw... It was. I saw both black women and black men, and it pissed me off. I, it was, but, but black, but black, black, both of them annoyed me. But the black woman, like baby, like she didn't do nothing but put on to show that you can be sexy and rap, and just enjoying her breakout time frame. And you like her face ugly to me, and she's college educated, and she get she get ready to graduate from Texas from some you know university in like May. With her degree. With her degree. So she's literally checking off all these boxes that y'all never give male rappers. You don't give them to them. So enter my mentions at your own peril. But you don't. You put all these standards, and she's not mediocre by a long shot. By a long motherfucking shot. Like, just say that you're intimidated, like, by black women and black great women who are outspoken and, and confident and go. Because y'all put these same... Y'all do the same thing to Beyonce. Y'all did the same thing to... Y'all did the same shit to Cardi, and all Cardi B was being was her fucking self. Y'all do the same <laughs> thing every time there's a black woman on the scene who causes some noise and was do and making money off of the noise that she causes, rightfully fucking so, with the talent that she fucking has, rightfully fucking so. You y'all y'all go out of your way to hack at these women. And it's like, and and the reason why the only reason why I can't say it's just it's just women because I I see these I see this with male artists as well it's this it show it, it manifests differently but but here's let me let me let me but, let me explain before but you cut the me off. media you right but let me, mm, let, me, let, me let me explain Go before ahead, you cut Calvin. me off and so it's not necessarily like oh he's like showing his body he's a thought but it's more so it's like oh he's overrated now I, I i remember thinking about it with drake when drake first came out with so far gone people's chip he was, everybody was rooting for him because he broke the mold. He was different. He ain't rapping about his guns and shit. He was rapping about emotions and was dealing with women. But the same reason why y'all love Drake is why y'all hate J. Cole. But, but as Drake kept increasing popularity, then it was oh, like... nigga gone. <laughs> we gave him back to the hood. He a hoe now. But 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 it was more so... But then everybody, people started turning on Drake. We turn on everything popular. We turned on J. Cole. We turned on Drake. We turned on Kendrick. We turned on Meek Mill. We turned on... And uh, you know the male rapper, we turn we turn on Nicki, we turn on Cardi, we turn on Meg, we're returning on but Megan see, Thee Stallion. Yeah, but, but you know what I'm saying. So I think I think it, it manifests differently. I'm not saying that they force the niggas to check off a certain box, but it's also like, oh, uh, we want you to only get as cool as we like you. And I think then, the moment that something becomes mainstream, it becomes it, it, people it become, hate on it. People hate on it because for certain people, and I, I keep cutting you off, but certain people. Ahead. Feel like hating things that that are popular is a personality trait, and it is. It's or called like, being a con- y'all wasn't back there when y'all y'all wasn't with him when he was doing X, Y, and Z. Okay. No, nigga, I'm here now. So Jay turned me on to a new word, and not liking popular things because they're popular is ca- called you. It's a contrarian. Yeah. You go out of your way to see something popular, and I think a lot of times you people like this hate on popular things because they don't understand it. They don't like like you don't understand it. So instead of like just letting people enjoy fucking things, you have to go out of your way to be a hater. Same thing with Game of Thrones. Like, we get it. We get it. You don't watch it. 
It's cool. You had two years to catch up. You didn't. You couldn't get past the first episode. And I think a lot of times Game of Thrones and its essence is a play on intelligence because you there are literally eight different storylines going on simultaneously. Niggas can't keep up with that. But it's also it's like a it's, 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 it's a double edged sword. So those who like oh didn't watch it instead and, and see us tweeting about it every Sunday instead of just you know not tweeting about it or just. You know, maybe going off about your fucking day, or or maybe just you know what you know that niggas niggas tweet about this shit Sundays at nine p.m. Maybe again, put your phone down. Maybe just log off at eight fifty five if for you don't, about an hour and a half. You know what I'm saying? If you don't, if you don't, if you don't, and well, this one it's been logged off for like until like the next morning. I because <laughs> niggas you know, lost, niggas lost listen, shit. Listen, and I'm starting to believe that Game of Thrones memes are somehow better than Game of Thrones because I live for Black Twitter during Game of Thrones. <laughs> I live. Nigga, Arya hit niggas with heavy switch, cross, cross, cross. Oh, where'd you go? Oh, oh, nigga. Shout out to Arya, man. Shout out to Arya. I just, I stand. Uh, but Night King went out like a hold on. I ain't gonna hold you. First of all, you could have shot the fair one with Jon Snow and you decided to go out like a bitch. Oh, no. Hey, but Night King, Night King had three opportunities to shoot the fair one with my nigga Aegon Targaryen and ran every single time. To square up with a nigga in a wheelchair. And Bran, and Bran, Sat there like a real nigga. And just stared at the nigga like, what's up? Knowing that his bag was secured, sat there. And first of all, all your vertical leap got to be like 55 inches, bro. Like she, because she's not big. She, she not. I, I really need to know where the bitch came from. Because first of all, yo, the Night King got to have the worst security in the history of security. Bro, you pulled up with all the dead and three of your man's mans. Your lieutenants, nigga. Your lieutenants in the army, nigga. And, 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 and got got by a bitch that's 5-1. On a good day. Hey, shout out to Arya, though, because Arya had the most eventful night ever. She rode dick at 8 p.m. She saved humanity at 4 a.m. The shorty had an eventful eight hours. You know what? Here's what I'm going to say. And I have a problem with all you niggas talking about Arya was too young to be fucking, but she could save the entire, save Winterfell. She, she's grown enough to save Winterfell, but she ain't grown enough to get no dick. I still, it, it felt, they, the show did, has not done a good enough job to, to like, show Arya's actual age. Because, like, she's, and mind you, you understand, like, we grew up with Arya. So, it's it's almost like, imagine, like, your big brother. You know what I'm saying? You grown. But they showed, and it, they showed Sansa getting raped. They the, showed that, though. Niggas wasn't okay with that either. Like, it, I think this is where us, as coming in late, didn't understand the, the live reactions to certain shit. But... Nigga, when they show her getting raped, nigga, they the 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 internet let the Game of Thrones writers have it. Okay. Not only for I'm show, glad you cleared that up because I was only like, for, not only for showing Sansa getting raped, but by making the focus of it Theon's emotions instead of a woman who's getting raped. Facts, because they did they panned in, but you know what? I think they did that so that they wouldn't show Sansa getting raped. Getting raped. But, they showed Theon like I think for. Okay, as I rewatched the season and I watched it, then rewatched it, I realized that in that moment it was like the Reek Theon battle because Theon was ready to go to war because Sansa has always been his favorite, right? Always, but Reek and the power control that Ramsay had on him, he couldn't. He was scared, literally petrified. The man was brainwashed. So, to an extent, I understand, but and it was the show went there, and honestly, Sansa's rape was the second on that show. 
because Cersei was the one got raped by um, Jamie earlier that episode. And, and even though they said that that wasn't supposed Sorry, to Sorry, guys. Be, we should have probably put a trigger warning at the beginning of that. Trigger warning, spoiler so alerts, I all do, that shit. We're going to put it in I there. I understand how sensitive. Um, we're I'm, we're going to put uh, time marks in there for y'all. But so I do. I, I personally apologize. We should have put a trigger warning Um, there. But I think the showrunner said that that Jamie Cersei scene next to Joffrey's corpse was supposed to be consensual. They just they just didn't do a good enough job of showing that because I heard no, and then I heard Jamie continue to try to fuck her. And then I think, but they said like they meant it for to be consensual. Like she kind of got like you know she consented, but it, it looked bad. But she never ever it, it like looked, there was no intimacy. There. It, look, it looked bad. It looked bad. But going back to season eight, so like I think that was like oh it was just making sure. That she was 18, you know what I'm saying? Because it was like, oh, shit, like, she's, we've seen her literally grow, go through puberty. And because the show cho- has not chosen to kind of focus on her femininity through her puberty, but that fact she's turned into a cold-blooded killer. I think this scene gave her a softer edge. And then her and Gendry have been playing this cat and mouse thing since they met. They sparked that chemistry between the two, which reminds you, yeah, Arya's still a young girl. Like, Arya's still a young lady coming into her own. They didn't show her getting her period. They didn't show her, you know what I mean, like, growing into herself the way they did Sansa. We saw Sansa transform into a woman. Right. So with Arya, it was more or less like, we're we're showing the fact her transition as a fighter. Right. They didn't show her as a a, a human, a fem a woman. She was a killing machine. Yeah. Like they and didn't so, show her. As but a woman. I will say this though. After you killed the Night King, it wasn't no you can fuck whoever you want to fuck. At this point, girl, go get it. <laughs> Nigga shit. You can fuck somebody on the Iron Throne. Look, look. At man. this point. Um so yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited about this show is going. As a matter of fact, when I get home, I'm gonna rewatch it. But again, for the for the people in the back, hating things just because they're popular does not make you a cool person. Does not make you an interesting person. It actually makes you quite annoying. We get it. You don't watch the show. We get it. You don't like. Listen, fair criticisms of these people is what I'm looking for. Because even like we said last week, if there's a fair criticism of Beyonce, bring your receipts. If there's a fair criticism of Megan Thee Stallion or Rico Nasty or any of these other cash doll, any of these other girls that are coming up and making waves. Give me a fair criticism about their music, not just, oh, she rapping about pussy and fucking over niggas and all that other shit. Like, your rappers are still talking about the same guns they don't pull out. They only pull out in their pictures. Shout out to the baby. But, um, yeah. I do. listen, I'm the baby face sitter. Okay? Ma'am, get out. <laughs> get, get the fuck out. That man has got the prettiest mouth I have ever seen. Get the fuck out. And when he takes it, sorry. Sorry. I had a moment, guys. I'm sorry. I had to catch myself. Woo. You heathen. Yeah. And. Anyway, so that's what I'm saying. Fair you criticism like it on these he's short. Five, my 5'8 king. Any dark skin with pretty teeth? Oh. And you also like a nigga that might that might shoot niggas. You you love a nigga that could. I stand a nigga that will, a gentleman, but will air this bitch out. And I know he will. I, I know he will. He got, don't, he got look, don't touch written all over him. He looked like he don't play about nothing about his woman. Nothing. I love it. I lo- Listen, I stand being a nigga that's cordial, but he is never friendly to these bitches. Come here. Come here, dirty. I hate me a friendly nigga. I hate it. Which is ironic. Okay. Let's get into it, friend. It's ironic. You hate a friendly nigga. Let's get into it, friend. <laughs> but you Drag- friendly as hell. <laughs> Drag me, bitch. <laughs> it's ironic. <laughs> I am not that friendly. 
when I'm in a relationship, like a committed situation, I am not friendly. As I'm, again, you know for a fact, I am not friendly. No. You actually, as a matter of fact, you know I'm mean as hell when I'm in a relationship. No. But I'm out here, like, and I'm kicking it, and I'm just being Alex, and I'm actually single, single. Sure, I'll entertain something a little bit more than I should. Probably. But if I'm single, single, what's the line between single and should? It, the, the funny thing is, and I'm not saying you personally do this, but there's women who listen to this podcast who do. These women will have 51 niggas. 51. 11 niggas <laughs> in their inbox and DMs asking when are they free. And do. But as soon as some woman comments a hard eye or a kissy face emoji or anything or laugh at my joke too long, you start saying, like, I ain't about to compete for your attention. Who? Okay. Ma'am, 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 ma'am. Ma'am, make it make sense. I think, again, it goes back to drawing these bullshit-ass boundaries. Social media makes y'all feel like y'all closer to folks than you are. And or you got more access to somebody that you, than you're supposed to. And that's wrong. The type of woman I like, I can't be insecure about. And the type, and the, and the type of woman who like no, me. No, you can't. And the type of woman who like me can't be insecure about me. Because, listen, I can't be insecure about 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 the women I like. Because I like women who are funny, who look good, and who who ain't a homebody, who likes to go out every now and then. I like those type of women. Those are the type of women listen, get attention. If you met me out, have the expectation that this is my scene. Like, whatever space that you meet me in, it's never by chance. Like, I'm pretty, like, especially if you meet me in Cincinnati. Like, I frequent a lot of different places. I'm out and about. I'm I'm not the stay-at-home type of person. I can. I don't like to. Like, but if you met, if you met Shorty that. once you was posted thirst traps. Why would you expect her to not continue to do that? But I also think that there's two double-edged sword. A, keeping that same energy. If this is who you are when I met you, then continue to be who you are. But you also know when you're going out of your way to prove a point to a nigga. You know when you're going out of your way to be fucking extra on that bitch. You know when you're going, like, you know when you're doing a lot for the attention. You know you are. Doing it for the clout. Um, you know what but, I'm saying? But so, also, keep that, keep that same energy in another way. And I think we mentioned it before, like, if you do something that could be considered a little risque, but a nigga allow it, because he's like, you know what? That's who you were when I met you. You got to keep that same energy. Like, you, you can't be like, why are you going out so much? But then again, I, I but then again, I see you going out the same amount of time I'm going out. And it's like it's just girls' night. Or if I if, I, if I'm flirting, quote unquote, flirting on Instagram or flirting on social media, and you get mad at me, or but I see you doing the same shit. Like keep that same energy because I can't respect inconsistent energy. Because I'm like, look, either we both gonna do this shit, or me and one of us gonna do this shit. But you're not about to dictate what I do. Well, you still go out here running running around free on the old town road. Kiss my ass. I agree with that. But I also know that the way you eliminate insecurities is by affirmations. And you need to affirm your partner. And you need to not just say it, but show it. And that's the missing link. Like, period. If, okay, I posted, you know, I post thirst traps, for instance, right? If I post a thirst trap and you're just like, okay, well, babe, that was a little bit more than just like, a cheek or two, bitch, you're, I can see your nipples. Like, we're crossing boundaries here. Respect that. Like, okay, I can see where you're coming from. Not, oh, he's tripping, he's jealous, he's insecure. No. Or, Alex, that joke on the timeline was a little too much for my, my liking. 
Like, it, I, you're always joking on the timeline. That one hit a little too close to home. Respect it. And also, it, even with certain shit, like, I know. Because I'm a full clown. But even with certain shit, like, in public, where it's more, like, I, like, I had to tell somebody a bit of, like, you know, a while ago, like, hey, don't volunteer me for shit. Ask me. Yep. Nine times out of ten, I'll have no problem doing it. But don't be like, oh, he's going to do this. I'm like, huh? And nope. Excuse me. Wait, what? Huh? And won't. And have you sent up there looking fucking crazy? Because it, it, it was one of those things where it's, cause it's like, now you put me on the spot, right? And now it's like, not only. I feel like you pulling my card. And I, I don't react well to people trying to pull my card. I don't react well. And I will mention it. But here's the thing. I'll mention it even. You think we good. We could be cuddled up laying next to each other. And I'm like, by the way, don't do that. Don't do that shit ever again. Because you got one time. You make this a habit, we got to go. And I don't care how fat your ass is. You got to go. Yeah. Because niggas will, niggas will ignore 38 red flags. I posted this on my story today. <laughs> niggas will ignore 36 red flags if shorty fine enough or sure got good enough pussy or sure got fat enough ass. Like, she could tell you, like, oh, yeah, like, I ran over my ex before. And you'd be like, where? What do you do? Oh, and then you get the pussy and realize how worth it that fucking hit and run must have been. I'm telling you, put you, listen. <laughs> listen, women have been digmatized. I too have fallen victim to digmatism. Ooh, you saw what I did there. I'm getting good at this. Anyway, I too have been there. I too have stayed in a situation longer than I should have because the dick was good and our sexual chemistry was great. And in my head, it was like, dog. Where am I going to find quality dick and mouth like this ever again? But then I realized that the mouth and dick that this person was attached to wasn't attached to Alex. Like, this did not serve me. And it's got it had to you be something more. You think they stopped making good pussy when they made yours? You think Ooh, they, bitch! <laughs> Don't fucking read me like that, nigga. You think they stopped making good pussy when they made yours? You think they stopped making big titties when they made yours? You think they stopped making fat asses when they made yours? Do you think they stopped making good dick when they no, made No, man, that's why I act right. Because of the thing. It's one it's one Ooh. thing to have it's one thing to have good dick and a bad personality. If I have a good dick and a great personality, bitch, you ain't never leaving. I can make you laugh and make you come. Come here. You got listen, a nigga that can make me laugh, I'll pretty much like you can like you'll I get can, away. I can make you I can make you laugh and make you come. You'll get away with a little bit more. I than can make you, you laugh and have. make you come, nigga. I'm halfway home. <laughs> all I gotta do is all I gotta do is be faithful and you're good. And, and feed you, and feed you when I need to feed you. I'm good. That and see, that's why I personally can walk how I walk because I know I'm not just out here doing fuckboy shit. I always keep it a hundred with you, uh, uh, and I always make sure you're good. And also, not can make you laugh, and I'm pretty sure I can make you come. So at that point, <laughs> what you want from me? Like I said, but they everybody stopped. has stayed in a situation longer than they were supposed to. They stopped making good sex when they made you, baby, and they didn't. And they didn't. One monkey don't stop no motherfucking show. And the show goes on even if the band left. So nobody's saying that. But we have all stayed in situations longer than what the fuck we were supposed to because sex was good. And big facts. Big facts. Niggas will, you ignore mad red flags. You make excuses for people just because they do that one thing they, that you like with their mouth. I'm just telling both men and women. But also, how many frogs I got to fuck till I found my prince? Or kiss? I I don't know how the fable goes. I don't know how it goes. You're nasty. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And and and, and, and I don't want you, I know you're not going to turn to this, but I don't want any of my women or male friends to turn into this, 
homebody ass nigga who don't go out, who who don't like social media, who don't mm-hmm. like who don't like dating naps and expect Mr. or Mrs. Wright to break in their goddamn house like the Kool-Aid man. Shit. Listen. Oh yeah. Nigga, no. Mm-mm. And that's what and that's what that's uh, why I get annoyed. And I get annoyed at that. Alexa, play blue tit. Look who I'm fucking again. Cause baby, I'm good to call up an ex one or two times. See, and that and that's another difference between men and women. I'm women good. recycle, men find new. Uh-uh, we reduce and reuse. That's exactly what the fuck we do. I'll reduce my hoes, get back to fucking my ex until I find a new nigga, pop the tag off him, and the cycle continues. It's all good. You just get thrown in the rotation, and we'll keep it pushing. Meanwhile, a man, if a man has a choice of fucking his ex or fucking a new girl, he's going to choose a new girl every time. Facts, but like... If we fucked ex, that means a new girl didn't answer our phone call. But my niggas didn't leave. Like, they was just hanging out in the wings because they know. They know. Like... I'm not done with you yet, nigga. I, I'm not. They'd be like, all right. And then they know, like, you send out the feelers, like, okay. I hit you with a, how are, how you been? You start asking my family, how's your mom doing? Yo, your you mom. You don't even care about my mama. Shut up. Bitch, you never cared about my mama. You never met my mama. Right. Or like, I you hit know you. my mama name. Or you want to know what my player move is? It's always. It's always. I hit you up with something that I knew you was working on, like a project or something. How's that going? Yo, how's that going? I just thought about it the other day. Like, how is that going? And then you get to chopping the shits. And next thing you and know, you're you back in my bed. Or if you really want to add a little, a little McTwist to it, I'm giving away free game. If you ask me, did you eat? You ate today? You hungry? Something slight. Ain't got me no. Ain't got me nothing crazy. Nigga, hey, I'm not even gonna hold you. The player shit that happened, and I think I talked to you about this before, was I. We were going through. I had to do like this biometric screening for my job to like lower my health insurance, right. or whatever. And Shorty, I was talking to, lives in Cleveland. And he hit me up with like the, yeah, it was like a month ago. He hit me with the, did you eat today? And I was like, no, I can't eat. He was like, oh, well, what's your cash out when you can't eat? Lunch is on me. Okay. Energy. Like, cool. Like, that is some player ass shit. And mind you, man's never took me out. We just literally just talked. Literally. All he would ask me is, did you eat today? How's things going with this, that, and the third? How's work? Like, that's the extent of our conversation. But he hit me. It's always the, the, you know what? That's a food nigga. That is a food nigga. Ooh. Ooh. But he don't live in town. So he's literally just like, he'll order something to my job. Or like, I'd virtually work in a kitchen. So he'll just put something. Like, he can call in and order, pay for it. Like He a, he a virtual food nigga. Hey, 2019, wow. Speaking of food niggas. All right, look. So, question of, of the, the day. day. So, According, so you know, I I get these questions on my uh, on my Instagram. You know, what I'm saying we're gonna use a you know shout out to Shoot Your Shot Pod. Follow that on Instagram. Follow C Diddy Five One Three on Instagram. So follow Ali Nicole um, underscore. Question of the day. First one, ladies, have you ever had a food guy? Because you know, white women can have food guys. They can't have food niggas because yeah, because watch your mouth. Mm. And so, fifty three percent of the ladies who responded responded yes, they've had a food guy. Forty-seven percent said no. Also, commentary: Some of y'all lying because I know I know some of y'all who voted no have had food niggas before. Stop lying to me. Second question: Men, have you ever been the food guy? Because again, white men can be food guys, can't be food niggas. Because watch your fucking mouth. Forty percent of men said they've been the food guy. Sixty percent said no. Why you always lying? Which is again, <laughs> the numbers don't add up. So niggas somebody lying. lying, and you know what? I feel like the niggas have been lying. I think the niggas is lying, I, or the niggas have not known that they're a food nigga. 
Or it, women could be like, oh, this nigga, all we do is like kick it. Like we do other shit besides get food. But if getting food is the basis of y'all interaction, if, 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 that's your, the food nigga. If your stomach rumbles and the first person you think of is like, let me text so-and-so. He's the food nigga. You know what's funny is that I tweeted one time about wanting sharks and three niggas hit me up. And I was like, Alex, your influence, your pool, your mind. <laughs> Respect yourself. Love yourself, kings. <laughs> and so, like, all right. So first of all, so we talked yesterday about how niggas let shit linger on when it benefits them. We talked about how men let shit linger on they, when it benefits we've them. Had, yep. And we now, cuss each other out. And now, ladies, if you have ever had a food nigga, a nigga that you strictly hit up when you are hungry, you too have let shit linger on longer than it's supposed to. Because okay, so hear me out. <laughs> oh, you want to you cop please now you want to let me finish? Finish. All right. So. Because I actually... No, I'm not going to let you finish. The disrespect. I, I feel a way about this. Why? You, you're probably going to... Just let I'm me give my thoughts. Okay. Give my thoughts out. There are certain men that I know I've had in my life that genuinely just want to take care. Like, that's their love language. Oh, you need this? Got it. You want that? Got it. You have an, you're having an issue with this? Let me do X, Y, and Z. Any of them niggas would have would any of them niggas ever turn down your vagina if you offered it to them? Two. Two. They've turned down your vagina. I've. They. It was never offered, but I know for a fact that they don't view me like that. I know for a fact. It's literally like, oh, Alex, I enjoy your company. I don't want to eat by myself. What are you doing? Okay. It's been that. Because on um, with one of these two men, I've even had kiddo with me, so okay. it works out. But some there are some men that are just like that. I also don't believe that like if. Mm, how do I say this? If you're only dating men for food, I think that's extremely poor. Because how much is your time worth, queen? Your time got to be worth more than a goddamn two for 20. If Honestly, I will. I have food at home myself before I hang out with it. But see, the only thing is, I will. I have food at home myself if I know I'm not interested in this guy at all. If, like, if I'm just going out with you because I want food, I don't want nothing else from you. I don't want your time. I don't even really want to have to share this plate or this time with you. Like, if you could get it to go, you if would. If I could get it to go, I would. That's some poor shit. But, like, if the nigga genuinely, like, y'all just, y'all kick it, y'all go grab food, y'all got a vibe going, that's one thing. But if you were literally only hitting this nigga up because you're hungry, that's poor. Like, you can afford your own meal. And if you can't afford your own meal, you shouldn't be dating in the first place. You should be secured a back. Um, I am. I don't. I don't believe in that. Like, and I'm pretty sure like somebody's gonna rag me for it, but I genuinely don't believe in using niggas like that. Like, not like that. Not not playing with somebody knowing that the only reason why they're going out this way is because they like you. Like, if you got a sugar daddy, sugar baby situation, that's a business arrangement. But you playing. But on also, niggas- he. But also, we talk about. Don't take away my right to choose. You love. Thank you. You love that phrase. Don't take away my right to choose. If I want to be the sugar daddy or if I want to be the food nigga because you know what I sure. got it like that and you know what I, ball out baller I'm, I'm, I'm paying it for whatever you want to call it all that right. shit cool a lot of you will know that this nigga wants to sniff your panties <laughs> know that this From nigga know this nigga wants to wants you to use his face as a seat and are taking advantage of the fact that this nigga likes you like that in order to extract value from him without giving any value back. And this is where also love yourself, Kings, because we talked about, again, this is it's a similar conversation. It's a little lower stakes. but it's a similar conversation to what we had last week. It takes two to tango. So, ladies, because, you know, 
if you have a food nigga and you know you're only using him for food, but you know that this nigga wants your whole entire life, you got to communicate that and then step back. You, you And let that nigga find somebody else who like him. I mean, facts. I just I just don't believe. Like, playing with people's emotions and feelings like that, I don't believe it. Because if you know this man is only going and doing out of his way for you because of how he feels for you, and you haven't thoroughly communicated where you stand with him, and you're not giving him the, the option to fuck you, with you, you or you, not. You, you leading them on. You, 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 you showing them a little something. That's enough to make him mm-hmm. keep thinking he and got And it's a not chance. a, like. Because women are great. Women are great at showing just enough to make a nigga think he got somewhere, but he, it's like it's like the it's like the fucking hamster wheel. The niggas running, 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 ain't going no goddamn way. Oh, I've definitely made a nigga run the race, and he was definitely on that hamster wheel, running that motherfucking race, thinking he was going somewhere with me, and it was not. I have done it. I've also reaped the karmic the karmic energy from that. So don't play with the ancestors, baby. You know what I'm saying? Don't play with I the have got a couple lessons taught to me because of the way you handle people. So I'm very careful about that. My my only ask is, if I have one, is to make sure all parties are on the same page. Proceed as you do. But the moment you niggas start getting off on different pages, different books and shit, it's time to stop, halt, either readjust, or throw the whole shit away. And, and this is where we talk about you gotta be able to read the situation, kings. Like, because we will lie to ourselves. If you... Okay, first and foremost, if she calls you bro or or homie, you are already doing 25 to life in the friend zone. Oh, my favorite one, how I let niggas know where they are with me, is my love. Hey, my love, how are you? Because that's how I greet everyone. You are 25 to life in the friend zone. And friend zone is not like Jabber. There's no parole option. Only she can break you out. You cannot break yourself out. And most women know within five to ten minutes whether they're going to fuck you or not. You can only talk yourself out of pussy. You very rarely can talk yourself into it. Facts. So if she calls you bro, bruv, you're 25 to life. Make his toes curled and block his number, queen. Don't do that. Don't do I'm just going to say don't do that. I, I, cause, cause <laughs> Make his toes curled and block his number, queen. And then some of y'all. girls. And then some of y'all wonder why y'all got niggas talking in your houses. Um, also. If she only hits you up and every date idea that she offers involves going to a restaurant first, 25 to life in the friend zone. You are you are you are the first team off food nigga. If every if every if she <laughs> the hits first you first team off food nigga. If, if she hits you can't up and, with you. If she hits <laughs> if she hits you up and says like, "Hey, I really wanted to try this restaurant." And that's uh, and, and and that conversation is always, always the center of the conversations. She always wants to try a new restaurant with you. On the flip side, because I had a guy hit me up, and he was just like, like we had had sex in the past, right? And he hit me up trying to get that old thing back. But and just because you had sex does me, not mean you can't be the food nigga let again. Let me finish my goddamn statement, nigga, before you start advocating. I just I just said I just said I wasn't advocating for the nigga. I so just said a statement. what Goddamn. you said, anyway want that old thing back and i'm just like because mm, we were working on something and then it didn't work out which story of my life and but we were fucking on and off yeah gotta get it gotta y'all know y'all know the rat race so he wanted that old thing back but he just expected me to just come over just chill just kick it and i'm just like well no <laughs> you hit me with the the game of thrones and chill He's like, I got wine, I got a blunt. What's up? I don't like Game of Thrones and chill because I need to pay attention to the goddamn episode. No, it was like, let's watch reruns because reruns of Game of Thrones are always good. I'm sorry, they just are. So he's like, yeah, I'll just, you know what I'm saying? I got a blunt. Shout out to Pay the Fool. Pay the Fool's my shit. 
It, thank you. Pay the full is my shit. I, lo- I, lo- I love the next fucks to chill, pay the full. Because <laughs> Shorty don't really give, give a fuck about the movie, so she's just like, eh, I'll watch it because you watching it. And then you all, you can always catch up like when you pay it for five seconds. Love it. Continue. Anyway, actually, my favorite Game of Thrones episode to do that kind of shit with is Battle of the Bastards because I know the lines by now. It's my favorite fight scene. And I'd just be like, all right. After, like, you got until Sansa tells Ramsey he's going to die before I'm taking my pants off. 21 minutes is the time frame that you have. Now, you can't do it as soon as the episode comes on because that, that, that looks thirsty. Yeah. But you, but, or, you know, you can't do it as soon as the movie comes on because that looks thirsty. But you can't do it too late even because now we fucking invested in watching this goddamn episode of the movie. Oh, my God. Funny fucking story. And it's, oh, my God. I had a girl come over one time and, like, I put on something, like, just to watch whatever this just because i thought she knew the vibes and this is our first time hanging out also straight woman so problematic continue (laughs) ended so um put on something i let her pick bitch puts on what she put on like princess diaries or something like you fucked up by letting her pick i know bro i'm not i don't i don't Okay, this is the first time I didn't control the situation because I bought the wine, I bought the takeout, I bought the weed. Like I, I did Alex's part. Okay. No, Alex's part and who's picking the movie because you got to pick the vibes. Didn't know the nigga because I didn't have my male group chat going, so niggas could put me on game. So Shorty comes over and like we're just we're, we're on the couch, we're watching a movie, and like I started to move my hands. It, you know, the thing get cozy, get right. comfortable. And she's like, wait, 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 I like this part. <laughs> Stupid. I was sick. I was sick, nigga. Stupid. Woo, I was sick. So, listen, learn. Listen, if you gonna pull the Netflix and chill, the fire stick and dick, the Hulu and commitment, the Amazon Prime and getting it from behind, you gonna pull any of those? Amazon Prime and getting it from behind. Woo! HBO Go and Let's Go. Like HBO Go and Ho. Showtime and Show Mine. Like (laughs) if you go pull any of. Oh, a little Power Hour. (laughs) If you go pull any. I gotta go. Power Hour. Woo! Y'all niggas are creative. (sighs) Listen, if you go pull any of those moves, you have to choose the actual what we're watching. Hulu and Commitment. You have to choose what you're watching for that specific reason. Because you can ask, like, hey, you got anything in particular you want to watch? And if she says no, or if he says no. You suppose, okay, so keep a clip in the chamber next Yeah. Time. Got it. Like, if it, and then just like, all right, cool. I'll, one of my favorites, I like to watch comedy specials. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, get a little laugh, get, get, get a little giggle. But also, you don't need to be fully invested in the comedy special to catch a joke. You're right. And, but only thing, it will backfire when you get... You, you get started making out with people, and then the joke comes, and y'all both laugh while big kissing some bullshit. But I like comedy specials, Payton Full. Yeah. Um, you know. My favorite is Scarface. Payton Full. As Nick. long as just long enough so that by the time, like, you know, Scarface is a good two-hour movie. So. By the time the movie ends, you should be in there. Exactly. Right on time. Right on schedule. Um, Or get a, get a, get a, get a, get a season of like the office the office or you know 
like some random crime drama that's not SVU because you don't want to Netflix and chill to SVU. That's weird. Very weird. Like regular Law and Order mm-hmm. or, you know, something like that. Just get that in the way. I have Netflix and chill to what was it? Bojack Horseman. Quality. Quality. Netflix and chilling to Rick and Morty. Yep. Quality. Um, Family Guy Simpsons. All, you know, all of those type of shows. Quality. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, back to the whole, listen, Kings, you know when you're being a food nigga. You know when you're being a drink nigga. You know when you're being the oh, help me move nigga. You know when you're being the insert favor here nigga. Because we don't like running scoreboards and keeping tabs. But it's a it's an internal thing. You said, I done did all this. And what have I? Because even friendships can't be one-sided. What has she done for me lately? <laughs> what has she done for me lately? Because friendships can't be one-sided. No. Because because here's the thing. If we're just homies, if we're just friends, then every now and then, like, for example, you've taken me out to dinner before. Yeah, you, you paid for a round of drinks. You, we've, we've done the you, back and you, forth, you, we, for sure. Friends have done, friends do the back and forth. I date my friends. And I've, I definitely, I talk about that all the time. I think we spend a lot of time with investing into um, romantic relationships and not enough into our platonic ones. Yeah. And I love my, I literally, I would not have made it through this season of my life without my friends. So any way that I can show my appreciation, my gratitude, my love for you, I'm going to do that. But, but follow me. So you go, you, you do the back and forth with your homies, with your friends. You don't do the back and forth with a food nigga. It's a very one way transaction. Yeah. And so you got, and so. You, but if my ma- man has volunteered for that role, that's the role he wants to take. Listen, I'm going to let you prosper, but, but, King. But, but again, I'm not here to block nobody's blessings. I'm just saying for the niggas who are unwittingly the food nigga, you know, because everything is one sided. Even in even in the courting stage, where it's usually one sided, she's at least paying you back with affection. Something. Some. Little, little kiss. Little, 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 little smudge of pussy. You know what I'm saying? Smudge of... All right. We're going to move on to lightning round topic. Because I can't with you. <laughs> little little, little fucking, particle. Little particle. You know what I'm saying? Can I get a morsel of ass? You know what I'm saying? A little crumble. What, the spare coochie, please. You know what I'm saying? She's she's giving a little something. Just, just off the of strength. So if you're not getting... If it's all pure one-sided, love yourself. So lightning round topic, real quick. Is there a proper way to curve? Yes. And first and foremost, again, this is the second part of my question of the day. Um, I asked, A, how would you prefer someone to curve you? And B, how do you usually curve somebody else? And Make the- his toes curled and block that nigga. Respect yourself, queen. City girls, all summer, 2019, act up season. Sundress, no draws. Yeah, all right. That sound good. Pussy and mimosa seasons, nigga. That sound cute. <laughs> that sound cute. A lot of y'all don't keep that same energy. But anyway. Oh, you know, don't try me. Anyways, ma'am. Um, so the the overwhelming majority of people said they would prefer to be curved straightforward. Straightforward and respectfully. Yes, please. If this no longer works for you, please tell me. However, keeping the same energy. Niggas do not. They they don't curve the same way they prefer to be curved. They ghost <laughs> niggas. They they do the race. They stop texting back. And leaving shit in limbo, but they they want to be curved up front and honestly. So the proper way to curve somebody now, first of all, now we're not talking about those men and some women who turn violent 
when 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 rejected because yeah, there's there's let's touch on that very but, but there's signs so I'm glad you clear, clarified that because, no, we're not talking about these weird-ass, abusive-ass niggas that when a woman tells them no, they, they violate her, they harm her, or they kill her. We're not, we're not talking about that. Not, we're not saying that doesn't exist. Oh, it definitely existed because I've definitely been afraid to tell a nigga no. But you, I've, I've definitely but been you afraid. Also, but you also know... So, put okay. So, if you gave your number to somebody because you're afraid that nigga would violate you otherwise... That's different. But you also know there's signs before, you know, that, okay, this nigga will violate or this nigga will be cool. Yes. Previously. So first thing is, if you get the sign that this nigga can accept a respectful curve, don't give that man your number if you ain't trying to talk to the nigga. Because then you give a man your number or give a woman your number, because, again, things are gender neutral, and then get mad when that person uses said number. And like, well, other than keep blowing me up, doesn't keep texting me. Why keep? Because you gave him, you gave her your number. There. And, and again, if it was one of those niggas who you gave that number to because of fear for your safety, which I understand, but also as soon as you give your number and you get out of that site, the first time that man contacts you, block, block him. him, block him, block her, and keep it moving. Because you did what you had to do, but you don't need. That's why I get, I get, I, 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 I be, I be looking at people who post their, their text messages of. I uh, think that is so corny. A is corny, and B, you want the attention. Because, you want the attention because if you really were that pressed about this nigga contacting you, you, you would, would make just it, block you him. You would block that person. And I did see some people where try to block him, and niggas, and niggas used, you know, underhanded means, emails or whatever else. And at that point, like you have a paper trail to go to the authorities. Right. I think that we play too much with that. It, and and to be honest, because I don't think like the most I'll do is like screenshot somebody's corny ass DMs to like the group chat. Don't put it on. Hey, also, side note, and this has nothing to do with everything, but. But that's the worst. But if, if you if I die and you have, and one of y'all posted post our DMs or post like, oh, he tried to talk to me, RIP, I will haunt you forever. CC Jasmine Sullivan. But. Also, I think that it's corny. The most I would do would be like, okay, guys, like this was cute or this was he tried it. Like, but we never dog niggas out for effort because then we'll be like, well, these niggas too scared to talk to us. Like, and then a lot of my girlfriends don't shoot their shot. They don't. So they they they, they, they misrepresent that one Bible verse that says like he who finds a wife finds a good thing. But you ain't been to church in five years, but you want to use that Bible verse. All right, we don't do- listen. I stand a king who's strong enough to like. I'm a, I'm gonna shoot my shot. I I like that energy. Even if the answer is no, and they were like, you know what, you have a blessed night. I just wanted to let you know that I was interested. That's spot on. It's adorable. It checks all my boxes. But also, I for this reason don't like being hit on. It like it it ooh ugh. I don't like it because if I don't because of, it's a, honestly it's a defense mechanism. Because again, if I don't reciprocate your energy, is my life now in danger? If I don't want your attention, are, are you going to threaten me? Because of how many times that has actually happened. I remember minding my fucking business, ignoring a nigga, like, and then he followed me. That's and, scary. And, the scare, and, 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 and again, I know I'm, I'm portrayed as the, the meninist, the, the he-man-woman-haters-club, the he all that shit. But, like, 
Niggas gotta stop doing that. Like, if you or your homeboys are that nigga who who somebody tells you no and you just like, oh, fuck you too then, bitch, or you start filing or you don't take no for an answer, we gotta get you the fuck out the paint in 2019. There's no more boys will be boys. There's no more. Listen, get you the fuck out the paint because you're making it hard for real niggas in this bitch to do what they gotta do. Because now I can't shoot my shot because some girl's afraid I might stab her if she says no. Because nigga, corny niggas like you, and if I'm if you if you feel offended, bitch, be offended. Corny niggas like you. You calling bitch niggas by their name, bitch. Like, I'm sorry. Corny niggas like you out here fucking the game up. I get so tired of being a woman and still fearing for my life when all I want to do is, like, love a man. And you know what I mean? Like, I get tired of of that fear. Because, okay, this man approaches me. I don't want his energy. Am I going to die today? That's literally, and it's not a hyperbole statement. Like, that shit happens. And, and it happens, and it, and and I do I don't appreciate some women, you know, who try to make that seem like it's the majority because you know hyper hyperbole exists, bro. It's like, and, and and if we gonna be honest with ourselves, like it's a it's it's a it's a minority, it's a small percentage, but it should be no percentage. And I think Facts. that's where I'm at. It's a small percentage of niggas who do this. It's but a should very be, l- but it should be no percentage. How it's increasing the attack on black women is crazy. It's crazy, and. Yeah. And, that, and that's and that's one thing where I, I think want, that's, that's just women because I've seen white women get killed over this shit too. It's not it, 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 niggas got to be better. Men men have to be better, so. and that's not like a bash on men. I love black. I the reason why I'm so critical of men, specifically black men, is because of how much I love you. Because if I didn't care, I wouldn't say shit. It cost me my time, my energy, my heart, my effort to correct you. Because here I am, like for instance, I corrected a black man, and I went to the barber shop and corrected a black man got kicked out of the barbershop. I, I did get kicked out of the barbershop. He was like, Alex, I'm going to have to see you in like two weeks. Like, this cut is on me. Because when I get keep my hair low like this, I get cut up once a week. Because I, I don't like it. Like, I can't. I don't understand how niggas only go once a month. I don't, I can't. I, I'm in the barber's chair once a week. So, they could go once a month when they're trying to get that Duke starting five. That, that you know, that haircut, that the little, the little nappy fro. That's a once a month haircut. Yeah, no, I'm in the barber's chair once a week. And so he was like, Alex, don't even worry about paying me. Like, I, you got the block out right now. And he was like, and it's not because I don't agree with you, but it's because, like, I don't want him to feel like he can find you every two weeks to come. You know what I'm saying? Cause, he can find you every week. Pull you know up what I'm on saying? You. And pull up on you with his wife or with his situation. And then now we got to – He's. it was out of protection and love. I get it. But I also appreciate the black men in the, my particular barbershop who's just like, dog – She's expressing herself because you were incorrect in the way that you approached her. Not because, like, you know what I mean? Like, she was offended, so she corrected you. She has a right to do that. So the man that I was talking to, he got loud. He started getting belligerent. He started acting crazy. And they were just like, okay, well, let's get her up out of Dodge. Because if he acts crazy on her, first of all, I'm a woman. Second of all, you don't get to tear up nobody's barbershop. That barbershop's sacred, nigga. Third of all, my niggas would have catch charges. We don't need that. But also, if you go, a lot of niggas who go once a week are, are pushing their hairline back because they're not letting their hair follicles grow back. And, but but that's neither here nor there. That ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm just saying. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Let your hair bro, let, let your hair breathe, King. Also, ladies, we still in do-rags this summer, too. No, the fuck I'll you're not. <laughs> no, the fuck you're not. Better go buy your own goddamn do-rag. They go to basic do-rag. It's two ninety nine a goddamn Walmart. You better go buy your own goddamn. It's not about the affordability. It's about the fact that it's yours. You fucking thief. You <laughs> listen, listen. You leave my do-rag. Hey, leave my no, sh- no, no. I returned sweatpants this weekend. I did good. You did. I, 
You did. You did. Shout out to you. I actually went out of my way to do you that. You did because we could have been on the road. You know what I'm saying? So stand a queen. But don't, don't use that one instance <laughs> to, to justify stealing shit all summer. Nigga, fuck you. No. <laughs> leave our do-rag. Leave our sweatshirts alone. Our merch this summer going to be crazy thing. We Okay. So can we talk about it? We put it on wax for accountability purposes. So... We as we get up out of here, I would like to announce that Shoot Your Shot Pod is coming out with merch. Um, we and Calvin are in the process of curating some things. Give us, give us, give us some ideas. Um, you know, for shit that y'all would see and buy. Because again, I'm poor. I can't afford to give y'all all free shit. You know what I mean. So we're gonna do probably like a pop up situation, pop up day party situation. We're gonna have merch. Probably, maybe some mimosas going. Who knows? Who knows? You know what's what we, we work. Hey, just know we working. Just know we working. So, um, so if you have if you have any suggestions on what you would actually spend your hard earned money on, please let us know. Um, we we got some shirts. We we figure about selling. We got some sweat shorts. We figure about selling. Uh, Ladies, know. don't worry. I got us too. I got us too. We're getting our own sweatshorts if it's the last thing I do this summer. If y'all get your own, y'all ain't got to steal from us. It's amazing how that works. Nope. That's not how this works, King. The fuck it, nigga. Yes, You're it a is. mere mortal. That means I have two pair now, nigga. Anyway, you ready to get up out of here, King? Yeah, let's get let's get up out of here. It's uh, your girl, Allie Nicole, signing out. It's your, it's your boy, C. Diddy. Diddy Stark, Kyrie Carving. Um, We appreciate all of you guys for uh, listening. As always, um, like, rate, subscribe, leave a review, share to a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell a friend to tell a um, friend. We just, you know, we appreciate all the support that we have. We thank you and good night. Bye, guys. I'm a toy, I'm gonna stop my spot, you caught a vibe, shooting shots.